0: Chapter 1 Suddenly tense, Starbuck froze. He was crouched beside a small fire over which he was preparing his early morning meal when a muffled sound caught his attention. And in that raw land where constant vigilance was the price of life, he had learned never to ignore the unperceived. He had just set a can of water off the low flames, added the necessary amount of crushed coffee beans, and was in the process of stirring the combined bits of dried meat, potatoes, salt pork, and hard biscuits simmering in a spider into a thick porridge. It wasn't much of a meal, but he gave that little thought. He'd been near broke and out of trail grub before, and things had always changed for the better. Somewhere along the line he'd find work, accumulate a bit of cash with which to lay in a fresh stock of food, and then push on to continue the search for his brother Ben. Starvation was never a threat anyway. There were always rabbits and birds to be snared, larger game to shoot, or fish to be taken from the streams. And he'd long ago become familiar with the edible plants that were to be found on the slopes and in the valleys. But a man could get mighty damn tired of his own fixings, and signing on for a job meant not only money for his poke, but sitting down to a table and enjoying regularly a stove-cooked meal prepared by someone else. The winter hadn't been too bad for him, however, despite the fact his efforts to locate Ben had been fruitless. He'd spent the cold months drifting along the Mexican border, making inquiries in the towns lying on both sides of the line and come up with nothing. There were a lot of folks on the move, was the general gist of the replies he received. How could anybody be expected to remember one particular individual? But Ben had passed that way, of that Starbuck was certain. He'd seen his brother late that previous year, a prisoner in the hands of a band of comancheros high in the massive Sierra Madre range in Mexico— and then later he enabled Ben and several other captives to escape from the Mexican outlaws, although none of them was aware of their benefactor's identity, and cross over into the safety of the United States. He'd followed as quickly as it had been possible, since it appeared that the conclusion of those several years of search for his brother that he'd engaged in was at last about to be realized. But, as in many previous instances times that were slowly and surely dulling his determination to fulfill the obligation he'd assumed upon the death of his father, he encountered another disappointment. Nevertheless, he had resumed the quest, probing all the small settlements, the larger towns, the ranches, and homesteads, with a stubborn, although growing, cynicism to no avail. Finally, when spring began to make itself known in the desert country by lifting the thorny fingers of the choyas and greening the thin grass that covered the flats and hillsides, he turned north. There'd be plenty of work to be found at that time of year on all the big cattle spreads, and as far as he could judge, his chances for finding Ben were about as good now one place as another. A sardonic thought entered his mind as he hunkered near his fire halfway up the slope of the hills they called the pack-saddles. It could as easily be Ben Starbuck moving cautiously about out there in the brush as it could be some stranger, some outlaw running from a badge, a saddle-bum headed for parts unknown even to him, or a cowhand doing his job. Only one thing was certain. It would not be an Indian. No brave would be so careless in his movements. The noise came again the quiet swishing of brush. It carried distinctly on the crisp mountain air and was near enough this time to locate, somewhere off to his left. The sound was hesitant, indicating the person making it was approaching with care. Starbuck rested the handle of the improvised spoon with which he was stirring his meal on the rim of the frying pan. Casually, he drew himself upright, glanced to the sky in the east. A soft rustling had come from that direction. Turning, he moved to where he was facing the pale pre-dawn glare, now fading gradually as streaks of salmon and rose began to fuse the translucent pearl, and once more squatted by the fire. The concoction in the skillet was ready to eat, buddy.